0: What's up, dance fan? Welcome back to another episode of The Session. I'm your host, Russ Santos, aka Lock and Robin, as always. Uh, today, we have a very special guest with us, but we're going to be talking about World of Dance Season 4, Episode 3 of The Qualifiers. So Round 3 of The Qualifiers, third episode of the season. Um, before I say even any more, I want to bring in all my guests here. What's up, guys? How you doing?
1: Doing pretty good. Hey, how's it going? not too
0: bad not too bad Ooh, there we go uh so as you guys can tell probably tell we have an extra guest with us it is it's malcolm richardson how you doing buddy
1: doing pretty good <laughs> doing pretty good uh just sticking up sticking up, sticking at the world of dance right now reacting to all the episodes all the dances on my YouTube right now. Hopefully, NBC doesn't take any of them down like they did yeah. last season. So oh, man. we're doing pretty good, so I'm doing good. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And what's, yeah. the, what's
0: your site? What's your uh, YouTube channel? Uh,
1: my YouTube channel is It's Malcolm. Uh, so that way, when I introduce myself, it's like, it is Malcolm. So I'm introducing myself to the world. Uh, my URL is mm-hmm. youtube.com slash stackerboyxd, which is my old YouTube name. But I since changed it. So,
0: nice, awesome. Well, glad to have you on. I'm glad to. Uh, I'm glad you came on. So, thanks for thanks for being here and being with us to talk about World of Dance. We seem to be talking about it equally as much nowadays. So, figured let's hash it out together and see what we can come up with. Mm-hmm. And as always, we have our two consistent guests <laughs> and hosts. L. Justin Cortez, what's up, man?
2: Hey, what's up? What, what's changed
0: what's changed since last week for you
2: uh my shirt mostly and <laughs> <laughs> that's, pretty much it. that's
0: good I'm, I'm glad I'm glad you changed uh, have you showered I guess that's a more important of, question
2: of, course.
3: of okay, course
0: fantastic and last but certainly not least sir Valencia
3: what's up How's it going everybody Good to be back for another week. And what's new with you this since last week? I've done my laundry. That's good, man. Ooh, we're really, ooh, really yeah. adulting over here. Come <laughs> on, <laughs> we're really adulting.
0: Jeez, what what simple lives we live.
3: <laughs> there, I mean, my what shirt. What Both else today, can today, we can do right now? Laundry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, but again, we are going to be talking about World of Dance season four, episode three, round three of the qualifiers. Um, let's just jump right into it. Um, so right off the bat, like let's let's talk in um, generalities. Is that a word? General specifics. <laughs> Is that a? That's ironic. But anyway, um, just general things about this episode that you guys thought. Uh, right off the bat, hmm. I just want to say <clears throat> montages are back this season. <laughs> um, don't like it I mean I never did and that's about it for me I'm not going to speak more because I feel like it's just you know a broken record playing uh, anything for you guys Justin anything you got for this episode in general that you liked <laughs> or disliked
2: uh, I, well it's just interesting when I look at it next to last week's episode it's just like it was It was kind of a tough crowd to be honest <laughs> like, with the judges <laughs> I was like, man, they're 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 coming today. Like it, it definitely is a complete like attitude shift from last week's episode. That's pretty much my only general thought about it. <coughs>
3: nice, Esther. Anything?
2: I felt like that they
3: were really coming for the youth this week because that's what majority of these teams were. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fair enough. I'll leave it at that.
0: <laughs> before we dig into it for each individual act. Yeah,
3: before we really dig it, dig into it.
0: <laughs> Malcolm, How about you, buddy?
1: Uh for me, I've been waiting for like one act to really show themselves to like be the front runner. And I haven't seen that yet, in my opinion. Ooh. but there was one act mm. this show that really stood out to me like they could really like go the distance. So I'm gonna save it for when we bring that up. Okay. Interesting.
0: Nice. It's funny because right, um, I don't know if you watched this last week, but we we had three favorites out of that whole episode that we think <laughs> could actually potentially go so good pretty far. But anyway, let's let's just jump right into each individual act. So the first up was Keegan Caps, um, a contemporary a thirteen year old contemporary dancer from Moore, Oklahoma. <here>.
3: <laughs> they did that on the show too i know i do
0: and once when she said oklahoma i started to sing it and then i heard it also playing in the background i was like man i should just be the editor on the show that's that's all it is anyway uh, let's start with you malcolm what do you think about her
1: it's funny that you started off with her because this is actually my pick from this episode that really really stood out to me And one of my biggest notes was she used her biggest weapon, which is her flexibility, as, like, her asset. Something that really helps groups and acts go the distance in competitions is what can you do that you can do better than anybody else? And then can you do that and, like, really outdo it to, like, show everybody out? So there was this one move where she stuck, like, her head underneath her leg, and then she then (laughs) lifted up her leg. And then it was, like, such a beautiful picture. I was so Mm -hmm. dumbfounded. And, like, her moves were so amazing. Her core is so tight. She's very strong. The fluidity and movements. She used the stage very, very well. I was so entertained throughout. I didn't want her to stop, but then when she did, I was just so disappointed. <laughs> oh man! Right off the bat for oh, you.
0: Boy. So like, so I don't know if you watched the whole episode as a whole, but the way I, the reason why I went with her first is because she was the first one in the episode to perform. So like this, in, in your case, they started out with the strongest uh, dancer uh, or the strongest act at that point. But anyway, that's awesome. You have a lot of good points. I think a lot of the points that I hit, actually. But anyway, uh, Justin, what would you think? Um,
2: Same thing. Um, She (laughs) had a great showing of lines and flexibility. Flexibility being her strongest point, like Malcolm said. Um, Her body control, her strength, they're all turned up to 100. Uh, And I like the choices that she made with the music. And honestly, I think that she had probably one of the best... uh, showings of musicality in in this episode, uh, she was able to use her strength and use her flexibility together rather than just showing how flexible she is, then how strong she is. You could see that all kind of happening in tandem, um, which I think is what makes her such a standout for this episode and in this competition. So.
0: Sure. Um, Esther, what would you think?
3: For sure, I agreed with Malcolm and Justin about their points. But also, my, my thing was uh, a, a positive note that she wasn't overkilling it with her contortioning and also had a, and just incorporated such a good balance with her dancing. So, the mesh there was very complimentary. And it was just totally incredible to watch her with all that control as well and just being able to do the things she did. Like, really, for sure, like her peeking under her knee. Like that, the way she did, that was
2: just like incredible. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough.
0: Um, I think, well, I agree with all three of you, but I think the thing that you guys haven't said that I kind of made a relation to was that for, for all the B-Boys out there who know uh, Lions of Zion, Lions of Zion, he, she reminds me of like Isaiah, B-Boy Isaiah, who mm-hmm. kind of like does his whole contortioning thing uses it to his advantage and like, you know, fuses it, finds ways to be creative with that in his, in his art, in this case, breaking. So for her to realize that she's, you know, I don't know if she's double jointed, but, you know, certainly outrageously flexible. She figured out I can use that to my advantage when it comes to contemporary. I mean, she's labeled as a contemporary dancer and now she's like really, you know, Stringing that as far along as possible and stretching it out as far along as possible with the way that she moves herself. So you know, props to her. It's definitely, it's definitely not something I've seen a lot when it comes to contemporary dancers. So interested mm-hmm. to see what else she um, will be bringing later down later in this uh, season because she got three yeses and we'll definitely be seeing her again in the duels. That'll be an interesting duel, actually. Over to mm-hmm. up um, against,
3: For sure.
0: Yeah, let's see. I think no, they. I think she will. She's definitely one of my favorites this episode. But I think I have like one <coughs> ties, or I like better. But we'll, we'll get down mm-hmm. there eventually. Um. So moving on, the next two acts were montage. When we see a montage, it, it, it means to say that they didn't get their full amount of time within the episode like they do for each act where they, like, get to know each... get to know the dancers and then, you know, kind of do, like, a behind the... or, like, a prep-up and they do, like, a whole bit with them and then you get to see their whole performance and then you see all the judges and what the remarks are. So, you know, like, a standard act. Um, This is the first time this season that we've seen a montage uh, and it happened with these two acts, uh, Antonio and Maria and Avant-Garde. So, Antonio and Maria were Latin Ballroom... um, I think they were children, right? They were kids? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were kids, yeah. kids uh, from Naples, Italy. So Italy's showing up this season. Uh, but we didn't. I didn't get to see their whole thing. We didn't get to see their whole thing on during the episode. I think they put it up online later on, maybe, possibly, the whole, the full, or maybe even on NBC.com or something, the full act. But if you just watched it on TV or, you know, you caught it wherever and you just watched the episode, you didn't see their whole act. So I didn't give any critiques just because I feel like it wouldn't have been fair <coughs> to kind of judge them based on what little we saw. So in lieu of that, or in light of that, let's not say anything besides it's too bad that they couldn't make it through. Uh, because Neo and Derek got gave him nose and we don't know what j said. Yeah. Moving mm-hmm. on to Avant-Garde, they were a... I want to say they were hip-hop. They didn't really say, but people just tend to be labeling them things hip-hop um Amsterdam Netherlands they were all awesome montage they had oh they were this was the group of guys who dressed all dapper right yes uh they had a bit of locking and breaking and a bunch of tricks in there so I kind of wanted to see what, what they were doing but with what little I did see have no idea <sighs> can't make a judgment no love for locking <laughs> yeah we don't don't see much of that didn't see much of that so far at least uh Neo gave him a yes Ja will give him a no, and Derek give him a callback, so at least we'll be able to see them later on in a different episode. Hopefully they don't get montaged I again.
2: I hope mm. so. It's never a good <laughs> sign. It's never a good sign when someone's montaged.
0: Yes yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, you're right, so I mean, so far no one none of the winners have been montaged
2: <laughs> at least <laughs> uh,
0: so moving on to the next full act, like who got their day in the sun. <laughs> Uh, my next favorite for the series, uh, for the episode, Chibi Unity. Um, right off the bat, man, I like their, I like their energy. Something about yeah. them makes you want to hang out with them, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so, so they're a fusion group from Nagata, uh, Japan, straight from Japan. Um, yeah, let's get into it. Who wants to start? Actually, Esther, why don't you start this one, man? What'd you think, buddy?
3: Yeah, right off the bat, like when they were being introduced, I was like super hyped for them already, and I was just like, "Ooh, I'm here, all for it! Oh, I want to get to know these kids. Like, I want to see what they got." Um, but more especially, like what really took me over, like making them one of my favorites of the night, is like their reaction to the judges. Like when they saw them, it was just like, yeah. "Man, these kids are super excited! Like, I'm ready. I'm super like I, I hope for the best for them. Like, I'm ready." So, like, even from the beginning, like, how they just introduced themselves uh, on their set was just like that quick, like, ripple or like uh, cannon of nods or like uh, tilting their head up. I was just like, ooh, that's that sets the precedent already. So, I'm just waiting to see what else comes up. Even though it's like a short amount of time, like, I hope, like, it was a nice package when, when we finally saw what things were starting to unfold in their set. Um, very clean and together, like, and it wasn't just like always pictures, but it was just like a nice fluid kind of like, movement of an expression that's just going about them. Like, um, what I put my notes here for is like, when I was looking at their costuming is like, it was their literal interpretation. Well, not literal, interpretive. Let let me let me me start that over. It was them interpreting of like, them painting on a canvas. So it kind of like, looped me mm. back and i was like oh okay so that's why they have all these little spats of paint on their their costumes uh, their shorts and pants or whatever they had on so oh, it was interesting like it creates a great visual and also like kind of uh plays with your imagination of how you want to see their dance like play out on this stage so i really like them a lot so i'm looking forward to what <clears throat> they, they will present in the rest I, ho- I really hope they get through, like, even though it's like just a callback. Uh, we, we just need something more like this. Like, it was just, it was definitely like an identity center, identity setter there. <laughs> I, said it, I said that. Um, but yeah, they embodied their song choice very well uh, and good enough. But I, I was hoping for something just a bit more as well, because, like, they, I know they had a moment there where they had, like, um, one of their dancers, like, climb up on another one another. And it didn't quite do it enough for me, but we'll see in the future.
0: Right on, right on. Malcolm. what'd you think?
3: Uh,
1: for me, this was, like, a zero to 100 performance kind of meet, performance kind of first for me, meaning that, in my opinion, even though the head knots were cool and all, it did feel like it started a little bit slow. But once, like, the beat dropped, they went off. And I was just so enamored with how they were hitting their beats. They were hitting unexpected beats. Like, they didn't, like, keep the same tempo, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like Esther said, very clean, precise movement. And they did this little move at the end, even though there was no music, where they were just, like, grabbing their chest, and then they just, like, released. So for me being like a modern dancer, that was just like a moment for me. And I was just loving every second of it because dancing without music, even if it's like one move, it's just so powerful. Sure. And I was actually shocked. They got a callback. So that's how I feel about that.
0: Um,
2: well, we'll get there. <laughs> uh, Justin, what do you think? Uh, everything so far, what I, Agree with is that they definitely were very clean. I love their energy when they walked into the <laughs> into the room and everything. They were definitely like the most excited. Um, I agreed with what Derek said about the trick being somewhat lackluster, mm-hmm. but from an artistic standpoint, not everything needs to be a moment. I don't know if that is the case here at World of Dance. You know, they're being judged at you know with a different rubric than what I would say. Like. I love when people can be artistic with their choices and everything. So I, you know, I don't mind that trick because it fits in the scope of what their, what their performance is. And if you've heard that song before, that song is very uplifting. So, um, there's that. And I do want to see what else they have in their repertoire. And I'm hoping that there is more because, uh they just have this, uh, this chemistry together that seems very real. Uh, and unlike some of the other, uh, you know, Japanese uh, groups that we've seen on the show so far. Cool. Oh, and um, one other thing, uh, mm-hmm. just to talk about that last moment that Malcolm had brought up. It is so hard <laughs> when there is no music happening to hit that last moment. On, on time altogether. <laughs> you know, like I've mm. been on like you know the teams that I've been on have tried it. It's so annoying to clean that. <laughs> oh, oh, no. So I love that they ended on that. I love that they uh that they got it, which is which is great. Um and it was just a nice way to end that set. I think it was like taking a breath.
0: Yeah absolutely. It was almost exactly like taking a breath. <laughs> but um anyway (laughs) in Um, fact yeah (laughs) it was kind of that but i agree with so so malcolm actually it's good to have you on this this episode because uh, i think you agreed with neo because neo said that he didn't like how slow it kind of started or felt slow for him in the beginning but for me actually Mm i i I did like that i I like that there was a slow buildup. Like you kind of weren't expecting or you didn't know how to interpret what they were going to be doing next. It's so like the mystery, but like still like, like with as Esther said, with like the subtle nods, like it gives you enough to kind of like want to see what happens at that point. That's just personal for me. Um, I, I I did like that overall build up from slow, you know, kind of like riding a wave and then back down again to where you can kind of breathe at the end. Um, so that was nice. Uh, I like I like the way they interpret the music, and I you know that kind of goes down to like their musicality. It's kind of different from what I think most people or most acts, especially on World of Dance, and how they might have might have uh, interpreted the music in that, in that way. Um, and and one thing I kind of saw about their style is that for me it kind of felt felt a little felt raw, but in the sense that it felt tribal, in kind of tribal to me. Like the way they were dancing all together, it felt it felt very strong. Like they were kind of I don't know, kind of just chanting something, something very spiritual. At that sense, uh, it could be with the whole song that might that might help. But uh, that's the way it felt. And then with that, I feel like their creativity just I don't know. It it, it really it really sparked something in me that I kind of liked about them. Um, but yeah, so Malcolm, you said they got callbacks. So I think they got two yeses, didn't they?
1: Oh, I must be mistaken. I thought they got a callback. Uh, I maybe I need to double check that. Yeah, I, cause I wrote I down. Like, sorry, go ahead. Uh, cause it was one group that showed that I wrote callback and like all exclamation question marks. It was, <laughs> e- it was either this group or, uh, it was another group. They were both in the junior division, so maybe I got it mixed up. Mm. So I might be mistaken on that part.
0: Yeah. Do you guys know? That's for Justin because I think they got a yes. I'm one. trying. I'm actually checking right now, I'm trying uh, to. Look no,
3: I, no, no. Yeah, actually, no. Looking over my notes, I I did write down they I, they got a yes from Neo and a yes and Derek, from Derek, yeah. but yeah, but there was no response okay. from J Lo, so I was just like, <laughs> trying to trying to think back because maybe maybe that's what I when I was talking like that's what I thought I was like oh did she say callback I can't remember now.
0: <laughs> gotcha. Okay, yeah. So we'll see them coming the duels. So looking forward to that episode, whenever that may be. Uh, moving on to the next act, uh, Josh and Erica. So uh, they're listed as Urban Dance from L.A. And right when they said, right when they said Urban Dance, I was like, wonder well, it's like no one, no one said yeah. that in the world of dance yet. They got to be from, L- yep, um, they're from L.A. <laughs> so, so for those listening, Urban, and they and don't know Urban Dance. It's kind of like a, an industry term, I guess. For like, they don't want to call it hip hop, and you know, to their to their credit, it's not hip hop at, at that point. I mean, you can have that whole argument about what is actually hip hop and what is and what is all fall under. So they kind of came up with that new term, urban dance, um, and it's mostly used in the LA industry. Uh, Justin, do you mm-hmm. have anything else that I may miss about that?
2: No, that's. Um, I think Arnell was very. Uh, compulsory in that term being used uh, in lieu of hip-hop. So that's really the only thing I really know about it. Gotcha.
0: Fair enough. Um, So, Erica was on last season uh, with Aiden, but didn't make it past the qualifiers. So, it's good to see her again, uh, this time with her boyfriend, uh, Josh. So, this means they had to have good chemistry, and if they didn't, ooh, there's something... Something could have be wrong there. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you didn't watch it, you would be surprised. Just kidding. They have great country. But anyway, uh, Justin, why don't you kick this one off? All
2: right. So um, start off on a negative. Yeah. I thought that their, uh, that their musical choices were very predictable. Um, the things that were in the music that they were dancing to or dancing on, Dancing with, uh, they, it, it just—it was very like okay, yeah, that makes sense. Like you can vi- very visibly hear that. Whereas when I compare them to some of the other acts that we've seen so far, that that I feel have been almost creating the music with their bodies. Uh, it's just uh, it, it might just be because like there have been groups like that so far in the competition that I'm being so hard on them. Uh, They definitely do dance well together, especially compared to the short, very short clip they showed of Erica and Aiden from last season. Um, I just still didn't feel like it congealed the way I wanted it to. And um, a lot of it had to do, and they mentioned this is it it had a lot to do with Josh's energy and his hits. Like his hits are so hard that it lessened Erica's hits. It almost made like, made it seem like she wasn't hitting hard enough. So, um, you know that's it, it. It sucks that that's that's kind of the case. But you know, I I do think that they have much better chemistry than what I saw with her and Aiden. Uh, that's pretty much all I have for my notes.
0: Cool. Esther, what you think?
3: <clears throat> Even as when couples like if they're intimate, like it's performing, they're just sometimes like, me. I don't know, maybe this is just my personal opinion, maybe the length of time of how long they've been dancing together as well, that could cause like some sort of like um, miscommunication when they're trying to interpret towards the audience. So what, what I wrote here in my notes is that it, it was definitely present, their chemistry, but I'm just saying they, they definitely haven't found their stride yet to really like mesh well as as well as they could on stage. Um, but like, it was still like, they're still trying to find themselves when they're trying to dance with each other also. Like they're very good da- dancers, like very quality strong as well. But you know, there's just something a little off about it when you when you watch them. So um, I also agree at the point where um, Josh was kind of like overshadowing Erica in terms of like that strength that like those hard-hitting moments when they were dancing together, so they just have to find that equal ground just to be able to meet that, um, and also just the using their concepts of uh, execution, musicality, and performance—you know—at a higher level. You know, this is this is not just your ordinary dance competition as well. Like they can still find that place of uh, being themselves, but also like they got to take it another step higher. Um, and my last last thing here was uh, I just felt a little conflicted when they were uh, utilizing their tricks in their set. Some of them did look kind of good, and some of them were just like, was it there just to take a spot in their set or not? Uh, so I felt a little conflicted, and I'm still kind of like mulling it over what I saw with, with them.
0: <laughs> gotcha. Malcolm, what would you think?
3: Uh... <laughs> I think this was the
1: first one I saw when I was reacting for my channel. So it was like the introduction to week three. Uh, One thing I will say, it felt like they were side by side a little too much. And I know they're like a duet, but it just felt like for half the routine, they were like stand next to each other and like do a sequence and then separate and then come back together in the same spot and do, like, another trick, and then re-separate. So it felt, like, kind Mm. of repetitive, where they were just setting up for, like, the next move instead of, like, going with the music. So they were just kind of, like, they... The musicality wasn't what it could have been, because if you listen to the song, you're like, oh, they're just gonna hit this, and then they do it. That's not (laughs) as impactful. (laughs) I I know that sounds really weird, No, No, it's... <laughs> like when you listen to certain songs, and then you're like, you see a dance team or like a dancer in general, you're like, oh, watch them hit this beat, and then they do it. It's not as impressive as it could have been. <laughs> like they could have hit like an off beat or something. Oh, Maybe that would have yeah. made it a little bit different. But it just felt like a repetitive <clears throat> piece where they just did something together, separated, went back together, did something again, and it was like that for like the like the whole routine for me. So
0: yeah, yeah, I I agree with. Uh... With the three of you, uh, for the most part, well, for all the parts, I guess you could say. Um, <laughs> that's why I agree with you with the good chemistry goal, and I think you touched on this too, Justin. When it comes to their chemistry, um, like you can tell, like, they they, they I mean, they love each other, they're dating, right? So, like, you can tell mm-hmm. like they love each other, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can tell like they like dancing with each other, but for me, it's not, I don't think it's a problem with chemistry, and I think Justin, you touched on this, I think it's a problem with their different styles. So like I'm not sure Maybe. if Erica's more contemporary related or not, and who, who kinda dabbles in in like urban urban dance and whatnot and whatnot. Because I'm trying to remember how she danced with Aiden last season. Um and I wanna say it was more contemporary than anything. But regardless of that fact, I think their two their styles are just they need to find a way to kinda make that uh mesh well together. And find <coughs> find their thing that they that they do. Find out who they are. Exactly. Um <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know why I'm talking like that. But anyway, um one thing and you touched on this Malcolm and Esther, but when it comes <sighs> to their song, I just didn't like their song choice for what they well, for for the set or for this competition. Like for the qualifier. For mm-hmm. it, it's just a very boring song in my opinion. Like the song is exactly what it is. And you, can, you can't really interpret it one or two ways. Like It's kind of the same rhythms over and over again. Not a lot there to begin with. It's mostly just, you know, what you're hearing on the surface is what you're hearing for the whole song. And that's about it. So I they didn't have a lot of wiggle room for what they could do, for they how they could um, uh, be more creative. But, yeah. I think if they chose the song, they would have been I'll a lot better in my opinion. Anyway. Um All right. Wasn't digging the song shows. That's pretty much what So Neo gave gave them a callback. JLO gave him a yes. And then it was like down to Derek. And I was thinking he was going to give him a callback. But they got a yes. Like straight mm. to the duels. I was like I don't know compared mm. to like mm. Yeah. So like, you
3: guys agree. <laughs> yeah. Compared to like They're going to get washed Deegan, out. Uh, like yeah, J the, the like, little mama yeah, you know, of World of Dance. <laughs> oh no, this is her show, though. That's the here thing. This is her I show. <laughs> she was she, on the Super Bowl. Come on now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I don't think they, I don't think they mentioned it in this. Yeah, you are right. This, so far, they, yeah, this is the first
0: episode they didn't mention it. But uh, they always uh, gotta yeah. talk about her in every episode somehow, like really, really <laughs> boost her. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is her show, so I don't blame her. But you know, they could. Yeah. It down a little bit anyway. Uh, so they did get a yes, they're going straight to the duels. I probably would have given them a callback, um, just to you know kind of see exactly what they're bringing and figure themselves mm-hmm. out a little bit more. But anyway, congrats to them. Uh, we'll be moving on to the next act the Break Ninjas. Um, these, mm. these guys were fun.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah. they looked like they were having
0: fun at least. Uh, yeah. so the Break Ninjas, they are a breaking crew from Las Vegas, Nevada. Um I mean, right from the start, uh J Lo was like I love breakdancing. I'm from I'm from the Bronx. I I know what breakdancing. Like, is. like, it's not it's not called breakdancing. But anyway, we we talked about this. We talked about this for sort the of past three seasons so far. So I don't wanna I don't wanna like I don't wanna what do you call it? Never mind. I just reopen old old wounds. Yeah. I know yeah. this one. I don't want to beat a dead <laughs> horse. That's what I was gonna say.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well
0: man. Anyway, it's called breaking or be boring, uh be girling but breaking in general. It's not really called breakdancing, it's more of like a uh media term. But anyway, uh, I guess let me start. Let me kick this one off. Uh, my so right for 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 most breaking crews that Form on a stage my one wish for everyone is that they would do more choreo like breaking choreo for for some reason they always have to think like they gotta just fill it with 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 like power moves sprinkle it over there sprinkle it over there put, put a power move in the middle have background dancers and then we'll do maybe a few bits of top rock in between for transition like they did a little bit of choreo for footwork when it came to, like, six-step and whatnot um, that I liked. It just was so short. Because, like, if you can... Braking in general is hard. Like, it takes a lot of training. And then if you can really mesh with your crew or your family that well or, like, well enough so that you can do choreo and look exactly the same <coughs> while doing... While understanding that braking is difficult in itself and the choreo and the moves would be difficult in itself like it would look fantastic like to see on the stage just to see everyone doing the same difficult thing a lot or you know all together in unison Um, it's kind of like seeing a uh, choreo crew just hitting you know beat killing for like maybe an 8 count like I'd like to see like a breaker or a breaking crew just kind of like you know hash out some choreo for, for a good amount of time so that we can understand like that they all are meshing together as a team uh, or as a crew. Uh, but that's been one problem with most breaking crews uh, or breaking teams that you see on shows like this or competitions or even just what you see on a stage. Um, the typical issue, there's always a typical issue of having, you know, a trick in the middle with the background dancers on the side that you don't know what to look at. And if you look at the background dancers, you're just like, oh, they're not really doing anything. So then you go into back into the middle and kind of see uh, the head spin just doing the head spin um, but you know for for these kids at their age and what they're doing and um, they're they're really athletic like for, for, the, for what they can do now at their age um, and also like this crew has a wide range of ages so like if they're all at that same level that that's awesome so more power to them they're just great dancers all around I just wish that they um did a little bit did a little bit more choreo um, Justin what would you think
2: um, I was actually pleasantly surprised um, like more so with how they began the set, you know, like uh, kind of pressing in headstands and um, that was really the only thing I really liked about their set. Uh, <laughs> a- aside from like Babalu, Babalu was this 10 year old power, power head hitting, hitting crazy head spins like yeah, he's he's fantastic. So um that's definitely like a point in their category. But I do agree with you that it's it's hard to be in a competition like this, and it's it seems like it's so much of a pattern for breaking groups to be to put focus on their power moves and have throwaway transitional movement kind of lining the sides. So that it's and and Derek did talk about that, and it, it's unfortunate that it doesn't really fit in a competition like this because I mean, that's very, that that's what you'll see at like a breaking competition. Like if you were to like watch old school, like, uh, uh, like breaking videos from like not Red Bull, but, uh, what's that Uh, battle of the year? Like if you watch old battle of the Mm -hmm. year, like footage, like that's what they, that's how they would package their sets together. So, um, point in the category for culture, but then again, it's hard in this kind of competition so you know like i do agree that they shouldn't move on uh and it was it was kind of heartbreaking when they were having their interview their post interview and they were trying to say like oh we're not disappointed but very clearly she was very disappointed the girl that (laughs) they asked sure it's like we're not disappointed at all no, oh, she just was like, she uh, was really, uh, it's,
3: it's just it's just really uh, upset about it, oh, <laughs> right, you know. Though. So you gotta love yeah. it, yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, Hester what'd you think?
3: Yeah, um, Justin touched base on it also, uh, and it, it was just like, okay, so, so start with some of the positives. Like, I was very pleased to see, like, okay, we definitely got like. Hip hop here, like to a lot of people, they consider breaking, or it is hip hop. This is the origin of hip hop: break dancing, breaking, b-boying, b-girling. Um, and I was irked a little with uh with how how J was just you know commenting about it. I'm just like, okay, uh, stop talking. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so yeah, and then I just moved on with like noticing like how vibrant their their outfits were. I'm just like. Some studio, like bought these for them. It's like, but at, the time, but at the same time, but at the same, yeah, for sure. But at the same time, I was like, okay, they're like trying to embody like some sort of like nineties kind of like vibe going on here as well as like, okay, I'm seeing three ninjas for some reason too, you know, for those of you who know, <laughs> who remember three ninjas, you know, uh, that was also a really good nineties. Kind of kid's movie, but not a kid's movie, (laughs) but at the same time, I I digress. (laughs) (laughs) I'm digressing. Uh, But like, yes, the beginning part, I was very happy, like, oh, they started strong. Let's see what else they got going on. You know, things are things look like it was going to go well. And then it (laughs) gradually did start going a bit downhill for me as like, okay, this is this is great for like, you know, like it's this is showing b-boying b-girling you know this is this is what the culture is but at the same time like you know it was just a showcase to me it didn't feel like i i would have not like pushed them through also like it, it is it is the challenge you know like you're going on these kinds of shows too and like finding that medium like you gotta implement a little bit more of uh togetherness on stage as well. because like, you know, not anything can be wasted with such a short amount of time too. Um, but yeah, that, that was just my main things, like about this group. Like I, I tip my hat off to them because like they're maintaining the culture and maintaining like uh, identity and, you know, this style, you know, b still gotta be around, b-boying, b-girling still, still has to be around, but you know, they're still young, they got a lot of work on, and I do look forward to seeing them in the future, too.
0: Right on. Malcolm, what'd you think, buddy?
3: Uh, I
1: actually made a rhyme when I watched this. I <laughs> said, less <superhero, laughs> more choreo. Uh, okay. That's the motto <laughs> I ran for this group. And when I think of like a breaking group, I instantly think of Super Crew. <clears throat> and when I do think of Super Crew, I'm- <clears throat> like the essence of using choreo as like like the building block for break ninjas it just seemed like the the only thing i said was besides the six step everything else was like a solo or a trick so they really didn't use their time very well and i know they're very young but that's not really an excuse when you also have all these world class talents in your same division So, the discrepancy between, like, talent gaps really shouldn't be a thing, especially by the way you see the judges hammering the junior division this year. It just (laughs) seems like the junior division is so stacked uh, as opposed to the upper division. Maybe I'm just the only one that sees that or, like, has that vibe. But they're an adorable team. Like, the ending was very cute. I do hope they come back next year. (laughs) Um but yeah, pretty much for me it was just uh a little too many solos, a little too many like session for tricks. I would just rather them do a little bit more choreo. But uh going to that, I know breaking is like one of the hardest styles to choreograph because you really have to be in sync with so many people at once. And even with like crumping another style, it's so hard to choreograph because people might be on a different level than you. So then you have to adjust and then you have to do all these things to like match. So I hope they do come back next year and like fine tune because I feel like they have the potential to really become something good.
0: Right on. Yeah. Uh, It's tough. I mean, I definitely see what you're saying about um, having more lower or junior division um, acts that are kind of, Better than the adult division. I think we're running out of adult hacks, to be honest. We're at season four now,
3: and yeah. I'm not recognizing a
0: lot of these names. So it's just like, who else is left? But it's gonna be. Is there gonna be a season five? I was I wasn't expecting a season four, just to be honest. Uh, but yeah, so they they got no's. Uh, ne- Neo gave him a no. Derek gave him a no, and then JLo was well, we don't know. So <laughs> anyway, uh. Moving on to the next act the young cast. Um, <laughs> they they never said what their style was. I'm assuming it's hip hop. Maybe uh, you guys could probably tell me if I'm wrong. Or, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what their style is. Maybe it's fusion. <laughs> yeah, but like they're from Quebec, Canada. Um, they try. They've Canada. been trying. <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> they've been trying. Since uh, season two, but they never made it to the main stage. so this is the first time that they've made it to mm-hmm. even the qualifiers. Surprise so to them for making it that far. Um, let's start off with Malcolm. What do you think, man?
1: I was actually pleasantly surprised by this team. I don't know what it is, but I think Canadian dancers and Canadian groups always get a bad rep. I don't know. People somehow think Canadian groups can't dance hard and like they can't dance well they feel like canadians only should stick to hockey i don't know where people get this
3: idea
2: <laughs> what? like oh my gosh what no <laughs> i don't know
3: what?
1: why no because the first time i was introduced to a canadian team was in abdc with blueprint crew and mm. ever since mm. i've seen blueprint i've always seen canadian groups to be like very precise with their choreo And something that really like, I don't know if it was like a tick for me, but the judges were like, they need to go harder. And I really wrote that in big letters because what does "go harder" actually mean? (laughs) Like, what is what kind of what kind of critique is "go harder"? Like, go harder doing what? Like,
3: (laughs) be a (laughs) little bit more specific. (laughs) That's just like
1: giving a critique that says "give me more." Like, give me more of what? (laughs) Like, you know, I thought the opening was very explosive, like the knee drop. This guy did a knee drop from like chest height and landed like flawlessly. I got scared. And then there was another section where they had this diagonal into like the like the man splits. I thought that was very, very out of nowhere, very charismatic. I thought her transitions in between the whole set was on point. Mm. And I really just love like the knee drop. Like that was the one move that I just remember, and I was just going insane over. I don't know why. It was just like a thing for me.
0: I got you next time, Malcolm. I'll show you in person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I right. Can still do it. Knee knee pads. That's the trick. <laughs> That's the trick. Wear <laughs> knee pads all day, babies. All day. True. Uh, <laughs> Justin, what would you think? <laughs>
2: I'm still going up the from hockey um, <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> you know it's it's so funny uh, like you know in our time on culture shock we got to know you know the Canadian culture shock teams pretty well and I've always been impressed and loved the way that they dance together they're they have such a good energy when they dance together um, and I felt that with um, young cast they they have fantastic energy i love their energy uh i did agree with jlo for once about you know the transitions into pictures and things like that they were kind of using that a lot as a template um and they had very predictable setups for their tricks but i did i did appreciate the diagonal drop splits i did appreciate that fantastic knee drop my knees hurt watching him do that um <laughs> knee because i mean Knee pad- <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was notorious for always forgetting my knee pads when we had to do knee drops. So, yeah, that's why it hurt, you know, for my own <laughs> issues. Um, I the one thing I I can't let go unsaid is that really awkward wave in the center. It was just, uh, it just didn't seem like it had a place, and it didn't seem like that was the right person to do it. I don't know if oh, right. if they had picked if they had picked a different person to do that move, would it have been the same? Would I I still have felt like, oh yeah, no, that's still awkward. I don't know. It's but they picked their tallest person. And <laughs> SR, I hope that you comment on this, you know, like being the tall one in our group as well. Um, you know, it's just it just didn't seem like it was the right the right choice for that moment. So that's really all I have for the young cast.
0: Gotcha. Actually, I'll jump in here. Um, and it's funny, like you mentioned that wave because I feel like that's the only move Neo knows how to do. So, like, he always, <laughs> I feel like every season he comments. Whenever he comments, like he always calls out that move in particular, or like that's the move he uses to demonstrate. Like, you gotta do a little whatever. It's like for me, that's just a peeve now with Neo. It's like, come on, man, you you gotta learn something else. What's going on? <laughs> uh, but I, I feel you. Um, I'm actually, and you bring it up with, uh, and well, you and Malcolm bring it up with the uh, transitions. Um, I was actually 50 50 with what Jayla says. Like, I definitely can understand how worse coming from where, like, it just felt like a constant transition at that point. But I also liked it because I don't know, I, I, I felt like I was riding this ride with them like I was always following like a constant flow between where they were going and then that may be a, a a bad thing in itself but for me I don't know that's why I'm kind of like torn between the two of like whether or not I liked it or whether or not or whether or not I thought it helped them or it didn't but you know that's the great thing about dance and art in general you can have your own uh interpretations and you can like different things about what you see about the same thing um but yeah, you guys nailed everything else that I had to say about them. Overall, they were, I liked them. So, Hester, what'd you
3: think, man? That we yeah you, said yet. <laughs> yeah, you guys covered most of it. Yeah, you guys covered most of it. I was, I was definitely feeling those, uh, those knee drops. It was impressive, but at the same time, even thinking with my knee pads on, can I still do that? Or Two knee pads. <laughs> <laughs> nope. 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 Double knee pads. I may need. I may need uh, <laughs> double knee pads and a small and a small trampoline. You know, just to get back up from that. You know, like the way they did. But that was that was an impressive point in their set. Um, also, just like giving me this like feel for a Missy video because of their song, also and like their costuming, was just <laughs> like so reminiscent of seeing like old school like and recalling old school Missy Elliott videos. So I was just very pleased with that that little side bit, but. For the quality of their entire set, yeah, I, yeah, I have to agree with um, majority of all, everybody's comments here today and just like, uh, like say, uh, it was it was it was a fantastic thing to watch. Like I was I was enjoying myself, but at the same time, like, was it an overkill of just like them moving from one spot to the other rather than seeing a little bit more dancing, like? I like, yeah, like I said before, don't get me wrong. I enjoyed seeing them like be who they are and just like dancing. But was it more dancing involved or was it just more like just transitioning formations involved, you know? Because like that was just a thing that I had to like really assess as well. Um, and then <laughs> I, I definitely wrote down like because it was like such a good flow of things going on. Like overall, like I don't know how I felt about that ending. Like you just had the the girl in the middle, and she just like smiled and had her a- arms crossed. I was like, is that how you want to really end it? I don't know. That's just me. But <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> like was that the right tone you want to leave off? Of? It's such, such a like, such a like, really hip hop kind of like set. You know, I I don't know that, that that was just me, but that's just how I felt when I saw it. I was just like, eh. <laughs> you know? Nice. I'll leave it at that.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. So, they... Neo gave him a callback, Jalo gave him a callback, and Jarek said yes, actually, surprisingly. Um, well, maybe unsurprisingly. It's like 50-50. Um, I'm glad they at least got a callback, so we'll be able to see more of them later on. Uh, so, let's move it on to the next group. MDC3. I actually like this uh, this act. Um... Their contemporary uh, trio from Placentia, California, wherever that may be. <laughs> very interesting name, but I won't say any more about that. Uh, Esther, what do you think? Let's start with you this time.
3: I honestly thought it was just a very unique, like, group because I don't recalling like previous seasons or any kind of dancing show that I've watched. This is probably one of the first times I've seen just a trio like in the, and like it was a contemporary yeah contemporary d- trio like usually like when you're doing a, a contemporary like uh performance it's usually you have a soloist or you have a duet but I, this is probably the first time I've seen a trio and it was not something I expected and it was in a good way you know like right off the bat like trying to tell well really telling their story of this love triangle going on like the entanglement just representing that whole complication like they mm-hmm. executed it very well and I was just like taken aback I was like ooh what the heck just happened there you know and you're just like <clears throat> how Like, how do, How do? else do you react to that but also at the same time you're just so impressed and you just don't see that ha- like coming so I, I enjoyed the, the dynamic that was happening between there and you know it just wasn't like space being filled with the three of them on that dance floor, because um, it, it could be tricky to, you know, like you have two of them interacting, and then you have the third person like out there as an outlier and just like, okay, what do they do? You don't want to take focus away from what's happening, but also at the same time, you don't want to do nothing. But they did that, they played it off very well, just to have three of them still like having still connection, even though when they weren't fully connected, if, if you guys get me on that. Um, Mm-hmm. Super strong dance, super strong dancers, and uh, very creative with their transitions. Um, and I love the overall like piece, like such an incredible demonstration and interpretation. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, so i i i take, I tip my hat off to them. You know, like the, this three were just like something to like really like look forward to. Great, (laughs) but yeah, Uh, that's all I got. (laughs) Okay, thank you,
0: Uh, Malcolm. What'd you think?
1: I loved this trio. I think this, like Esther said, I think this is the first trio I've seen competitively. Like, even like in the DMV, uh, you really don't see like trios anywhere. It's, like, very, very rare because it's very, very hard to, like, build off each other. Uh, Also, like Esther said, I love the crap out of the storyline. It was just something about the chemistry they had between each other where I think there was one sequence where uh, it was this guy and then the girl was on the ground. Neither of them were looking at each other, but uh, she had to stick her legs up and catch him as he was falling. So that's mm. a blind move. If you miss that, you mess up everything else. So blind mm. moves are so impressive to me because that just shows how much trust you have with each other, and trust is a very very important detail that a lot of groups and dancers miss when they go on shows or like compete or do whatever. Because what hap- what, what are you going to do if something happens? Do you trust like everybody else to? Read and react the same way you do? Because if not, then how is the chemistry? Like when we don't see it, you know what I mean? Um, I wrote very, very strong lifts. Uh, He Mm -hmm. literally had to go from one girl to another, lifting constantly. I've done lifts before. They are tiring. And Mm -hmm. by just constantly and constantly doing it, that just shows how much strength you have. Um, and then he just hit these fuetes, and they were so beautiful. And I was just <laughs> loving every second of that section. I don't know, because mm-hmm. I've always wanted to do fuertes myself, but they are hard. And after yes, doing are. all those lifts, and, <laughs> and after doing all that choreo, he still had enough energy to nail fuetes. I have to tip my cap off to him, because that's amazing
0: right on right on
2: Justin you know something about what uh, I do because I can I used to be able to do them and now I can't <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I, don't, I, I should say that I actually I don't know if I can still do them maybe I'll try there you go when I when we get off this this call right now um, <laughs> No, no okay. not at all. Uh, my I'm gonna start at the Fuentes because that's where uh, Malcolm left off, and I love that I have someone here that can that speaks the same language that I do right now. Uh, the first thing that I looked at when he started his turn section was his feet. You know, like is he coming off of his relevé? Is his are his feet pointed? Are they sickled? And uh, the worst thing you could ever do as a dancer or someone that is a contemporary dancer or does lyrical ballet, something like that, is if you sickle your feet. It is the ugliest mm-hmm. thing ever (laughs) (laughs) um and exactly so like and then he hits his turns i was watching his pirouettes and he was strongly in releve the entire time that's very difficult this and this is something that i needed to remind myself is that you cannot prejudge a person before you see them dance because i did not expect him to be that good and i i he Mm. is he is a fantastic dancer and um it, you know malcolm said that you know he's very 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 strong i wrote very uh great 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 partner- partnering um and i don't this is the funny thing about it from the moment that they they uh tangled up they got interlocked with each other i was like yeah this is a love triangle thread line uh and i don't know if that has anything to do with like anyone else's experiences in like love triangles and stuff but you just you you know it when you see it, and I was like enthralled by that point. Oh boy, um, I was Ugh. I was enthralled watching it because like, and then I was thinking, is this something that they're going to take throughout the competition? Is this something where they're going to be like, oh, you don't know if he's going to be with this one or this one in any of their performances, and he's like got a choice to make? That'll show like the real dynamic of how complicated love triangles can be but they ended it by him making a choice which i thought was i thought that was really cool and um
0: gotta have an ending just
2: had very yeah (laughs) and they (laughs) um they had very unique partnering And, and malcolm commented on those blind tricks those blind like falls and things like that it's tough you and and you can tell this is the this is the standard of what people are calling um, chemistry, like dance chemistry, you know, like when they say like, oh, you don't have enough chemistry, you don't you need more chemistry. This is what you need to strive to be at, you know, that level of trust. So um, I like them a lot. For me, they're tied or maybe even my favorite of the night. Um, And I'm excited to see what they do, you know, in the rest of this competition.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, 100% with what everyone said. Uh, glad, I'm also glad to have Malcolm on so that he can <laughs> speak more language like you just, <laughs> <laughs> um, especially when it comes to that, uh, to, to this kind of stuff. So, with when it comes to trios and contemporary, like right from the start, it always intrigues me in a good way because I feel like there are so many more possibilities. That they can do that, you know, a duet or a soloist or even a group like of contemporary dancers can do. Because if, you know, some can argue, especially when on World of Dance in past seasons, that if it's a group of contemporary dancers, it's hard to focus on one thing or another because everyone's doing something at that point. Uh, so it can kind of be, kind of get overwhelming a little bit. Um, but then at the same time, and then. You know, so pare it down to just three. You can have it's more, it's, it's one more than two. So there's, you know, <laughs> a whole nother set of, of things you can do. Is in, it? In, in a, like, one, two, not four, three. Yeah. Seven. So, <laughs> so like, there's just so much you can do. And what I'm, what I'm curious about and what I'm hoping is not the case is that they're not just going to keep doing, like, a love romance kind of thing from now on. Or, like, I I really hope that with seven years of experience together and chemistry together that they can come up with something and that they have come up with something uh, unique uh, when it comes to, like, a story to tell for their next set. So, But, like, I agree with you guys. I'm super excited to see them. Um, One thing you guys didn't mention – well, actually, one thing I want to touch on that uh both malcolm and justin said when it comes to i guess like blind falls and i'm not sure exactly what you're talking about um but there's this one part where i guess uh he's with one girl but then he gets thrown across the room and lands right after right at the feet of the other girl and you know without again i guess i guess being blind obviously but i thought that was (laughs) and i was like man that's ballsy like if that Mm -hmm. was me or esser Hands down, that (laughs) girl would be dead. Hands down.
3: We both step
0: large and long and far. And just get off the stage.
2: (laughs) Exactly,
0: exactly. Uh, First off, who's
2: throwing Esser? Because I need to know (laughs) that.
0: You're throwing Esser, but that's not the point. Um, (laughs) And then just a minor thing that you guys, uh, I don't think anyone's mentioned. Their transitions in general were just fantastic. Kinda of seamless mm-hmm. at that point. Like it was just mm-hmm. always it was just always beautiful in my opinion. There weren't there wasn't any like there weren't any dead spots to me. I don't think. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I definitely um,
0: agree with that. Yeah. So Derek gave him a yes. J lo gave him a yes. So they're moving on to duels. Neo, we don't know about. For some reason in this episode, they're really cutting people off. Yeah. Or they're just not saying anything. I don't know. So weird. Yeah, it's really weird. Um moving on to the last group of the night. Uh, showstopper, and man, did they live up to their name, but not in the right way. <laughs> <sighs> the goodbye, everyone.
2: <laughs> um,
0: so they're a jazz funk group from Miami. And that's about it. Let's move on. Just kidding. Um, let's see. Justin, why don't you kick this one off?
2: Okay. I'm, I'm upset that you're starting with me. But... Um... <laughs> I love, I'm going to start with a positive. I love what they stand for. I love, um, they're all first generation women of color and Mm -hmm. I like it's, it's so, it's such a diverse group and I feel like they have so much to offer as a group. Uh, with that said, it was clean, but it was very lackluster and very one note Mm -hmm. and, um, when I compare them to, what was it, the group that did the Shiva uh, oxygen from last episode, you know, Mm -hmm. it it just seemed like it just seemed like they had that moment. It was well timed, but it was such a throwaway. It's like, oh, we can do this. We're just going to put it in there. Um, Whereas, you know, oxygen really flushed it out and made it like almost like a living, living, breathing deity to watch so like it it. I don't know if it's tough it makes it tougher for me to judge them because I've seen someone do that same exact concept to full effect and then to see it done as like a throwaway move it's it it just didn't leave a good taste in my mouth and I I do agree with the callback choice I do think that they should be given another opportunity to show um how much more they have to offer. I don't think that it had anything to do with their uh, costuming at all. If anything, the way that the frills coming off their costume, you know, are, it should have accentuated their moves more. So um I guess we'll see what what they have to offer in the you know in the callbacks.
0: Yes sir. Uh, Malcolm, what'd you think?
1: Okay, so when I found out they were from Miami, I instantly thought of 305 in their costume. And I was mm-hmm. just like, oh, they're from the same area. And then I was just like, how how weird would it be if they danced kind of similar but not really? Um, for me, Justin already said it. It was like a one-tone performance. And something I really did note was I was waiting for like something to happen, but it never happened. Uh-huh. i can't really i really can't explain it but it's just like a feeling like you were waiting for like something to get you excited and then it didn't happen they just kind of ended with like their hand pose and you were just kind of like that's it like not in a bad way but it was just kind of it was just kind (laughs) of like it was just kind of like i was just waiting for something more um something else i did right was they barely changed formations they were stuck In like this arrow type of formation for like half the set uh and all they did was like change their levels or like did a pose and that was pretty much it um so when you have two groups from the same area on the same show i always try i always compare and i and like compared to 305 obviously i think 305 did better than this group but that's just my opinion um to have this group go last I mean, I know the editors, like the editors of the show, have to do what they have to do. But with a name like Showstopper, it was just kind of like very weird to me. It, it, it did stop the
0: show. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying, because <laughs> it was the end. <laughs> that was, that was so bad. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> tough, tough <No>. call. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, answer. What'd you think?
3: Well, yeah, but one of the first notes I had here was, uh, and of course that caught our attention, of course, uh, was the uh, the costuming. And I was hoping also that they would have utilized it a little bit more because it was such a unique design. And the frills there like kind of tipped you off like, oh, they're going to do something really good or just and you, you didn't think twice like they, that they weren't going to use them enough, you know. But it did make them stand out. At least they're they're memorable, you know. Like you, you just want to see them do, do more with it. So, I, I had to agree with um, the comment that J made about their costuming. Like, was it hindering their actual dancing? Like, did it did it not accentuate enough of things that you thought that should have been shown when they were dancing? So, I was on the fence about that comment because, like, does it really make it uh, make a difference about like how tight or how loose your clothing is when you're dancing you know but that that could be neither here or there um, but i i just i just really like was grateful to see like them because they're like, very super energetic and a very fun group of ladies and you know they're here for it and they want it really badly too like they're they're, they're really representing themselves and representing their you know like where they're coming from like each of them have their own like stories as they were mentioning in the beginning before they went on to see the judges so mm-hmm. they, they got something definitely to fight for um, Which is always a good thing because you <coughs> never just want to go into something and not have like a why um, So definitely <laughs> just just definitely something you want to go go into when, when whenever anybody wants to go into any like competitive like Event, you just gotta have like a reason to it, other than like, oh, I gotta win, and that's it. <laughs> uh, but you know, I, I I also agreed with Malcolm too uh, about the waiting for something to happen in this set. So that's about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't have. I mean, you guys said everything that I was gonna say. There wasn't a lot to this set, to be honest, in my opinion that we could really hash out but it just wasn't there. The only thing different is that uh, for me is that I don't think I would give them a callback. I, I don't I'd, I'd probably say no in my opinion. Um, just because I feel like I've gotten, I think I've seen everything that they could possibly do. Or I think I've gotten whatever they, they could <laughs> have gotten or give, uh, have done in any other kind of set. That's just me. Um, lucky for them and good for them that they got a callback. So I just hope that they do find something, find something new, or find something unique, or you know, improve upon what they're doing so that they can you know make it into the duels. Um, but yeah, so this was the last set, and for some reason, the editors chose this to end the show. I guess because of their name, in my opinion, but that's
3: about it. <laughs> um, I, I guess you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that,
0: so so that does it for this episode. Um is there is there anything else that you guys wanna talk about? Was there anything that we didn't touch on when it comes to the show or this episode that you guys wanted to speak about? Uh Malcolm, I'll go to you first. Anything?
1: Uh one thing I wanted to do, go back to the showstoppers about was yeah. um I don't know if it was the track Or maybe I just have good hearing. But it sounded like they were trying to encourage each other in the routine. Because if you listen very carefully, you could, like, hear people yelling. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that was them or the track. But if it was them, that's a big plus. Because that means they're encouraging each other to be better. And that actually exerts a lot of energy to, like, scream during a performance. And, like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) do all that. Uh, Another thing... Uh, it was very junior heavy, this show. It kind of mm. like, I don't know, like, how many qualifiers episodes there are. One thing I will say, I just hope this does not drag out, like, for, like, 12 weeks or, like, 20 oh, weeks man. of, like, 20 <laughs> weeks of, like, a bunch of dancing and then a bunch of gimmicks that everybody hates. That uh, was well, season last two season, for us. Yeah, season three was it for me when they... uh I think after they duels, they like they gave him like another chance, and they battled against each other. It was cool, but I hope they don't do that again because that's just kind of like I don't know. Like they already had their chance and they didn't make it, so let's not give them like another another <laughs> chance. It just kind of like diminishes the yeah. point. <laughs> so well, yeah,
0: now in this cool season thing. we have the callback episode, so like there's going to be a whole oh, yeah. bunch of callbacks that we got to go through again before we even <laughs> get to the duels. And then so they're gonna battle. Like maybe you
2: know,
0: it'll you know. be yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Justin. Oh
2: man. Maybe maybe it'll be just one long montaged episode and, uh, <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> Alright, they, right they
0: didn't make it. They didn't make it. They they made it. They made it. <laughs> um But well, back to the showstoppers. I think yeah, they were definitely encouraging each other throughout that their set. Um so yeah, good energy. So good for them. They mm-hmm. definitely they definitely won it, put it that way. Um, yeah definitely yeah uh, anything else uh, Esser?
3: Uh yes well it, if it's uh, something about the show or just something in general uh, anything in general okay yeah I forgot to mention this in the beginning before we started talking uh, I just wanted to to take a little bit of a moment just to recognize um, Tyrone Proctor mm. um, he was a major pioneer mm-hmm. in the whacking scene uh, rest in power, Tyrone Proctor. So we just want to we just want to make sure we acknowledge that because you know he's one of the major players that really influenced uh, whacking today. But he definitely uh, will, will leave a very huge like impression on this uh, street dance community, dance community in general. So definitely pay homage to that because he was on Soul Train as well. At the same time when uh, Don Campbell and the Campbell Lockers were on there. So that's just something to recognize.
0: Yeah, we're losing a lot of OGs. It's really unfortunate. Yeah. We're just getting to that age.
3: Yes, but we are. It's, uh, it's
0: too bad. But yeah, rest in peace. Tyrone Proctor. Um not to leave it on a bad note. Kind of like kind of like Showstopper. But <laughs> let's uh <laughs> let's wrap up this episode. Um Malcolm man, I want to thank you for coming on and being on this show. Um yeah, I don't Girl, know, did was you glad have fun? To be
1: here. Oh, I had a blasty blast bouncing off critiques and ideas. Usually, it's just me in my in my bedroom by myself talking to my cell phone when I do my <laughs> videos for YouTube. So it was nice to actually go in depth and talk about like how I was feeling about all these performances and like really get a different mindset because my opinions did change on some of these performances, but mm. like in a good way. So cool, mm.
0: right on. Uh, but yeah, it was definitely. It was definitely great to have you on. Um, with that being said, where can people find you? Definitely want to get people to over or wherever you may be. Uh,
1: you can always follow me on Instagram at Malcolm Speaks. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's it's MalcolmYT. Uh, I always post on YouTube, especially for World of Dance, which is youtube.com slash stackerboyxd. I post as soon as I can, so
0: that's right, right on. And we'll put all this stuff in the description down below. Justin, always a pleasure having you on. As always, we'll be seeing you <laughs> next week. So until then, yes, where can we find you?
2: You find me on Instagram and Twitter. My live journal, MySpace. That I don't know. <laughs> 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 At Wonderfell 88 give me a follow. I love meeting new people. That's it. Cool.
0: Uh, Esther, you as always, always hey. glad having you on. Where can people find you, brother?
3: Uh, y'all can find me on Instagram as well at Val Circa and just hit me up. If you want to talk? He's single.
0: <laughs> I was waiting for that one. <laughs> I know was waiting for that. <laughs> um, and as always, I'm your host, Russ Santos, aka Lock and Robin, and you can find me. At Lock and Robin on Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, all the good stuff. Um, YouTube, kind of on there, Facebook, whatever. Uh, But really, if you want to find out more about what we're doing and whatnot, follow us at DanceFamTV on all the social media networks. So, at DanceFamTV on, on Instagram, Twitter. You can even find us on Reddit. We'll be talking there. We post this in the World of Dance subreddit if you're following it. Hashtag The Session you want to see even more stuff, go to our website, dancefan.tv Again, thank you guys for listening, whether you're on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you may listen to your podcasts, or YouTube if you're watching us and you would like to see our faces and whatever. Um, Definitely have a lot of avenues that you can go to 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 kind of just listen and and follow us, so definitely hit us up anywhere you can find us there, and we'll give you a reply back. Uh, Like and subscribe on YouTube. We will see you guys next week uh, with World of Dance, Season 4, Episode 4.
3: Peace out, guys. Later.